no one likes being sold and 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 the world is everyone has become too educated to whether through the internet or whatever on all the schemes and everything just be authentic be a person hello and welcome to episode 24 of the smart agents podcast my name is michael walter and i'll be your host Today, we are joined by Larry Gibbons, president of the Gibbons Group, which was just named one of the top producing teams in the Bethesda, Maryland, Washington, D.C. area. And while we touch on a wide variety of topics, Larry always comes back to the idea of truly being authentic in all of your marketing and content creation. Now, before we get into the day's featured interview, make sure you follow and subscribe to the show on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the list goes on. Also, as you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Click the bell to get notifications each time a new episode is uploaded. Lastly, if you or somebody else on your team has an awesome story to share, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. We're always on the lookout for new stories to share. All right, so on to today's featured interview. I had a great time talking with Larry, and I hope you enjoy our conversation. Pretty much the way I like to start everything out is just having you introduce yourself a little bit. Tell me, you know, where you're at and kind of your background in the industry. Absolutely. Uh, So, uh, as I mentioned to you prior, uh, local Washington, D.C. area, grew up here, uh, went to grade school, high school here, spent my whole life um, on the Maryland, D.C. border, and um, went to University of South Carolina for undergrad for four years, graduated uh, came back and immediately in 2000, June of 2006, um, I like to tell people that as, as good as real estate is right now, if you weren't working then, you, you actually can't imagine how good it was then. It's, it's hard to fathom what it was like when I started. Uh, started at a commercial real estate firm called CB Richard Ellis, which is the biggest commercial real estate company in the world. And uh, my very first year at 21 years old, I uh, made $150,000 working 100% commission. Wow. It, it, anybody, I didn't, I had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> anybody can make money. Um, and then never forget, uh, Bear Stearns goes down um, in late or in uh, September 2008. And all of a sudden, everything went away, changed. Uh, took another job and got into the corporate side, uh, climbed the way the ladder in the corporate world. And as I like to say, I took the wrong job with the wrong people. And uh, we had a, we had a pretty big falling out. And I got, mm-hmm. I got fired, um, fired. I, they ended up trying to, um, I mean, I don't know if I, uh, trying to really screw me over on something on a large, large chunk of money. Yeah. And uh, so I, I got fired and I had no job. And this was uh, 2000 and early 2016. Um, I was one of those kids that got, you know, straight A's, mm-hmm. went to graduate school, got my MBA, took every yeah. job I was supposed to take. Right. Uh, and then this happens. Uh, meanwhile, my brother, who's uh, five years younger than me, had just kind of started in residential real estate working for a big agent and he asked if I would come partner with him. I said, sure. And we started a team and we did zero deals our, uh, our first year, our first six months. And uh, fortunately, you know, five years later, we're 
doing we're the one of the top producing teams in the Bethesda Chevy Chase DC area. Right, we man. Just got, yeah, just won an award for top producers in the low in the big in the biggest local publication. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you've had like a roller coaster. You know, you got into it and it was just like boom, rocket ship off to the races, and then you know it kind of. I try, to tell, I try to tell, I have a lot of friends that are, you know, you didn't have to be that much younger than me to miss that 06, 07 window. Like it, I only got about 16 months and it yeah. was, ooh, it's <laughs> selling real estate right now is pretty easy. Uh, if you're a real estate agent, like there's not a lot of inventory. If you've got right. listings, you're, you're doing pretty well. It, it, it's still not what it was back then. I mean, money was just everywhere. Everybody was making it and it, and it just ended. So as things have gotten better over the last nine months, I continue to tell younger agents, like, save your money. Mm-hmm. Don't do what I did because I certainly didn't save my money at that point. Um, save your money. Like, it's not always going to be like this. Real estate is a roller coaster. Um, you know, maybe a, 10% dip, but it could also be a 50% dip. You never know. Right. right. So as you got things going with your brother and really kind of the way, you know, getting yourself to where you you just achieved this award, you know, what were some of those things that you guys were really kind of doing to separate yourself? Yeah. So in the beginning, we pretty much had no idea what we were doing. Um, I watched everything I could possibly watch. I got my hand. I watched every Tom Ferry video that ever existed. I read, uh, um, the Keller book, million dollar agent. I mean, I, I, I'm a, I'm a school guy, went to graduate school. I consumed every bit of information I could. I spent money on everything from websites to leads to everything there was. Um, and there was really only two things that worked. And the second thing I didn't even realize until the last two years. But um, the first thing was, uh, I still have the door hanger here. Uh, This guy hands this door hanger on my door uh, the first year I'm in real estate. And I was like, you know, I get a ton of mailers, but I never, ever open them. And I noticed them immediately. I will always remember this guy's name because of this silly door hanger that was hung on my door uh, five years ago. So we started out doing door hangers and that's where we got most of our listings in the beginning. And because we were in the 30 age range, we had a pretty decent uh, vault of buyers. That was really what we were in the beginning. Uh, But getting those listings early on was difficult and the door hangers what did it. Um, then about two years ago, I realized that I watched a Gary Vandercheck video, just trying to consume everything. And he had this idea that it was about content and authenticity and building this brand and this thing that people want to be a part of and creating a, um, a creating a, a, a group, creating yeah. almost like a tribe. Mm-hmm. And so we started producing content and it was, not good and it's still and it's still getting better but we now have um 18,000 followers on Instagram mm-hmm. we've got uh we just started our YouTube channel in January of 2020 
-hmm. we're up to 254 followers, which I know may not sound like a lot. But YouTube, YouTube is a hard game. If you've never done it, it is so hard. <laughs> it, 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 I have, if you have 100,000 followers or 1,000 followers on YouTube, you, so much is so, such hard work. Yeah. Instagram is easy once you kind of figure it out. Um, and then LinkedIn, we've been, that's pretty easy to grow as well, making those connections. But you can really build a brand and an image just being everywhere on those platforms now. And it's really helped us during the pandemic because we had that, we had been doing it for about a year and we had that foundation for it. Right. And that whole, you know, everything is about brand building now. Like you, yeah. I mean, you look at even pro sports, like basketball, it's not about the team anymore. It is the player. It is players run everything now. And that's, it's, it's strictly brand building. And so taking that same concept, you know, and I tell everybody, I have so many friends that have gone to, and I'm not, not looking for TTR or compass to come <laughs> after me, but I keep telling all these people that are branded with their company website and everything. Like, you know, we have our logo behind me. I, we're Remax, but as far as anybody's concerned, that's my brand. That's my logo. It's me and that Gibbons group, um, that, that Gibbons group image. And we carry that with us no matter where we go. And it's your reputation and, you know, that, that tribe that you've built. But yeah, you're right. It's, you know, NBA players, jump teams, Every year now, you, you root for the guy. Um, but the, the biggest thing that we, the biggest thing we learned is it just has to be, as a young agent, you get so overwhelmed and so worried. And all you can really do is do the right things every single day, day in and day out, over and over and over again until you can't even see straight and you just have to trust me when I say that it will eventually pay off because I can tell you I've searched everywhere and there is no secret answer. There's nothing you're missing. It's just the repetition of doing it correctly every single day. Right. Well, and you know, what's funny about that is, you know, you talk about there's no right answer, but there is so much uh, in the, conversation of creating content, there's so much content out there that you can get overwhelmed with it. How do you pick, you know, where you focus? Yeah. So I've had a lot of agents actually ask me about this, but we don't do any sales content of any kind. Um, our content is, um, we used to, if you look at our Instagram, but um, I had a conversation with someone and it was, we were talking about content early on and they were in marketing and something I said really stuck with me is that it's the authenticity that people really get attracted to. And it has nothing to do with, Hey, I can sell your house for the most money. Hey, I can do this. Like everyone's seen that Instagram and no one likes it. No one follows it. <laughs> hey, just listen, just sold. Like who cares? Like who cares? Right. But what people like is like, the funny stuff that happens in real estate and every real estate agent has that. Like we all, it's a, it's a human business. So, you know, when you're doing a showing and the dogs are home or um, when you're trying to get a listing ready and the, the, the mom is there trying to, uh, you know, get her three kids in the car or um, you're late for a listing appointment because your kid 
had something happen. Like those kinds of moments people love and that's what makes you human to them. Like everyone out there watching that's been cold calling, you've all been hung up on and told that you're, you've all had very mean things said to you. Everyone who's ever cold called has had some really awful stuff said to them, right? Right. I mean, we all say it when we get cold called, we do it too. Right. And the reason you do it is because to you, that person is not, sounds terrible, but it's not a person. It's right. just like, a, it's just a voice on the other end of the phone. What social media enables you to do is you're a person. Like you're, you're someone, you're not this salesperson. You're, you're um, John Doe with the dog. You're Jane Doe with the two kids. You're what, whatever you are, whatever you're, you're the, the guy that is always at the farmer's market or always, you know, doing whatever. And it humanizes you to a level where when you do have those conversations, people start to recognize you as, so, as a, another human and they attach to you and it, you start to, they start to, they also start to build trust in you just by watching you. Right. Right. And well, uh, and, you know, and, and with that, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's social media. It's not, you know, my commercial that like it, the word is social media, like be a social person. No one likes being sold. And, and, and the world is, everyone has become too educated mm-hmm. to it, whether through the internet or whatever, on all the schemes and everything, just be authentic, be a person, be, if you're, you know, if you're a smart person, be smart. If you're a funny person, be funny, but don't, I, I try to tell everybody, don't do the salesy thing. You'll never grow. No one will enjoy your content. It will have no lasting impression on anything. Um, you know, and, that, and that's what we try to do. We will, um, our posts are a mixture of um, my whole family who's all in real estate. And it's just kind of this wacky group of people doing stuff. And we just put everything good or bad on there. <laughs> Um, we don't try to make the Instagram look like this perfect cookie cutter thing. Um, we'll occasionally share helpful graphics that are educational. Um, you know, this is how you buy a house. You get pre-qualified, you do this. But it's something that if someone read, they would learn something from. They're not being sold. Um, and then property tours, which everybody loves. Right. So yeah, The more those you do, the better. <laughs> yeah. What, um what are some of the things, you know, at first, do you plan out your, you know, besides like the property tours and things like that, but some of this more off the cuff stuff, do you have like notes kind of written down how you plan things out or is it just straight up off the cuff? I, uh, no, it's, it's off the cuff. I actually have really had to hammer this home with everybody in the, my, I'm the best about it. My brother's getting better, but it's really just like everyone turn your cameras on all the time. Yeah, and just let me pick what is going to go on there. Like, the more we record, the better. Just record everything, mm-hmm. and we'll figure out what to use kind of later. YouTube is, as I'm sure you know, YouTube we have to craft a little more. But for Instagram, for LinkedIn, for TikTok, for um, what a Facebook, mm-hmm. it's try to be as authentic as humanly possible and. Try to connect with people. This is going to sound even worse, but you know what people really like when you're doing bad? I, I, <laughs> like I, 
I hate to say it, but like our posts were like, I talk about struggle. Like we had an investment property that we couldn't sell for six months. I did this weekly video about how hard it was and how it was like kicking our butt. I got more encouraging comments. I got more likes. I got more shares on that stuff than I've ever gotten out of anything else. Like people want to be a part of your, of your struggle. They, they want to, you know, for the most part, they root for other people. And, you know, if you're going through stuff like that, you know, at least work, you know, if you've got a listing that's sitting, you can share that stuff on, it won't make you look bad. It will make you look human, which is, you know, kind of what Gary talks about and, you know, all this, like humanizing yourself. Right. No, exactly. I really like that. What, um, when it comes to, you know, the uh, product, you're the, the home tours and stuff. Are you doing them? You know, a lot of people, they, a lot of people don't get into that because they think they have to have these, you know, thousand dollar cameras and all these crazy lenses. But what are you doing? Yep. I film I mean, everything, everything on my phone. I, I, I upgraded the iPhone 12 because I heard the camera was good, but I've never filmed anything on anything but an iPhone. Um, I recently got a mic. Spent yeah. three hundred dollars on a, a wireless mic. It's yeah. the only piece of equipment I've ever had otherwise. Um, and honestly, the more crafted and the we I track all the stuff. I watch all this stuff. <laughs> the more the more authentic. I keep saying that word, but every time I spend time scripting a script and planning it out and doing all this, the video does terribly. But then I throw together like some video of us like moving a couch and not being able to get out of a house and like throwing out a, throwing out a window and like that gets like 2000 views. It's like, really? That's what, but people just want to be a part of it. Like I said, you know, build a tribe and be authentic. Right. Right. What, um, you know, kind of coming off of the year that you had last year, what are you doing, you know, this year to kind of maintain that momentum and kind of go forward? Yeah. So the thing we're trying to do is just up everything we've been doing, like really up the content, really be even more authentic, really like, you know, on our website right now, um, we do a lot of, um, because of my background, I do a lot of uh, data collection within that's such a ridiculous word to use there. Uh, <laughs> what word could I use? It's like way more normal. Um, we do a lot of talking to our friends and past clients that take interest in our business. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's a data collection, but we talk to those people and we say, you know, what is it that you're most interested in that we haven't talked about? What is it um, about the business that interests you? And we try to kind of focus the content and everything that we're doing based upon that. Um, you know, I, I think one of the biggest things that I could tell anybody about the content creation is there are so many, I'm not, I keep saying Tom Ferry's name because it's, mm-hmm. um, and first of all, Tom Ferry, if you do watch this, you've taught me how to do real estate in the beginning. So I'll do all the respect in the world, but, but a lot, the track and measure, track and measure, track and measure stuff, if you're a new agent, that's all well and good, but the fact of the matter is is that it becomes really, really difficult when you're producing content to say, 
this piece of content produced this lead. And I'll, I'll tell you like what I mean by that is I had a buddy that I went to grade school with and he left our grade school in sixth grade. We were great friends up until sixth grade. We became Facebook friends when Facebook came out, what, 2005. He moved to Istanbul with his wife. He lived there for a decade. I have not seen or spoken to him since the sixth grade. He saw one of my videos somewhere. I forget which one it was, but he emailed me. He's like, hey, my wife and I are looking to buy. So I credited the lead to that video. But here was the mistake. He'd been watching the videos all along. Right. It had been a fostered relationship just for me continuing to put the stuff out there that he was seeing over and over again. So you, that idea of associating one-to-one becomes way more difficult when you're producing content. You just need to produce a world that you're kind of everywhere mm-hmm. and people are seeing over and over again, you are in real estate, you are in real estate. Right, right. It's, that, it's just that cumulative effect. I mean, you can, like, the more, like you said, you just, you're inundating your, your sphere and everybody you know that you're constantly telling them, this is what I do, I'm here to help you, you know. So, because you might know 15,000 people, but how many of them are ready to sell then and there on that day? But maybe in a year they are. Exactly. And it's, and it, and that's why the contact, the content should be somewhat interesting because those people are going to start to tune you out after a while. And I don't know where the world's going. I don't have a crystal ball, but at least in my world right now, people have become a lot more antisocial. Mm-hmm. So the real estate agents that were getting all their business from networking events and um, happy hours and all these mm-hmm. things, like what are you doing now? that's producing business for you because those things probably won't exist for at least another year, possibly longer. So that's where social media becomes that happy hour. It becomes that, that thing. And people respond so much better to a DM than they do an email. I mean, how many, how many spam emails do you get in your Gmail? Like, but you know what you don't skip over is a direct message from somebody in your Instagram. Right. Nobody skips that. Everybody reads those. Yeah. I mean, even people that get thousands of them say that they read them. So I think that the those direct messaging platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, are far more powerful than email is right now in terms of, at least from what we're seeing, open rates, responses, more importantly. And, you know, iPhones now on text message are filtering spam. Right. Or, you know, so – you have to find some way to be able to, to break through. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, again, social media platforms is a great way to do that. Right. Well, man, I really appreciate it. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I really appreciate like all the, this is, you know, it's so, so awesome listening to people that have kind of figured out their social media, you know, kind of structure and how they're doing things. And I think, cause that's one of those things that a lot of people just don't quite get. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I, we're taking it even so far as, you know, if you go to our website right now, there's this classic realtor photo of my brother and I wearing suit and ties. <laughs> and my brother is six foot four, 240 pounds, and has never worn a suit a day in his life. But for whatever reason, five years ago, I thought it was a great idea for us to pay this money to have these super professional headshots taken. 
And it, that's the, we're going to change all that going back to the authenticity thing because one, anyone who knows him looks at that and is like, okay, that's, and that doesn't fit at all. And then the second thing is that anybody that doesn't know him looks at it and has a hard time relating. Like, oh, that guy, he's wearing suits all the time. I, you know, that's not for me. That's yeah. whatever. Um, you just have to be who you are and you have to produce a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And the best part is it's free. My marketing budget is almost zero. So to everybody out there, like it takes time to build it up. There are other things you can do, but stick with it and just do it right day in and day out. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I really want to thank Larry for taking the time to talk with us. And if you want to check out the uh, content the Gibbons Group is producing, check out the episode descriptions and you'll find links to both their Instagram and YouTube profiles. So once again, if you think you or somebody else on your team has an awesome story or a tip to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. Well, that wraps things up for this episode. But remember, follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure you subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Again, I'm Michael Walter, and we'll see you on the next episode.